Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Did you notice the media narrative switch? Did you catch it? The media switch uh, right, right in front of your eyes, by the way, because they really think you're morons. Um, listen, we're a week from any election and the Biden cover up operation is in full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, the narrative is now switched in the media from there is no evidence of Biden crime family corruption whatsoever to now there's evidence. But the evidence was put forth by the Russians. I've got that. I'm going to show you a great Newsbusters video watching these clowns be clown themselves in front of the entire nation. I've got that. I've got some evidence uh, also from a great piece in the Wall Street Journal about the cautionary tale here about when the media goes all in for a political party um, and what happens to the media later, especially when that political movement is a socialist, tyrannical movement. I, I want to also show you uh, more media hypocrisy on the Amy Coney Barrett last night being sworn into the Supreme Court, how hilarious it is that the media can't even get their story straight on anything. It was record time. It was? All right, let's go to the records and check that out. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, protect your online activity from prying eyeballs. Today, get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe is having some technical difficulties today, so we're going to have to hammer through using Paula as the audience ombudsman today. Let me get right to it. I got a ton of content. Today's show brought to you by our friends at My Patriot Supply. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for what's next? It's likely coming. Food shortages, power outages, grocery stores closed, and social unrest. Are you ready? Do you have enough food and supplies on hand to last at least 30 days? Ladies and gentlemen, you ensure everything in your life that matters. Everything. You ensure your health. People have eyeglass insurance. How can you not have food insurance? Most Americans don't. Avoid the panic masses in a last-minute rush. Order your four-week supply of emergency food today from our friends at MyPatriotSupply.com. Starvation or dependency on the government, those are not good options. It's up to you to prepare. Avoid the pain of being unprepared. Do what I do. I have tons of this stuff. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. You know why? Because I don't want to be caught empty-handed without food. Build your emergency food supply today with meals that last up to 25 years in storage. Ship discreetly to your front door. Folks that know what's coming are using today to prepare. There's still time for you to do the same. That's MyPatriotSupply.com, the original Patriot Preparedness Company, MyPatriotSupply.com. Due to Joe's technical difficulties, I'm going to have to use the Kenny Bell today. <laughs> Kenny Bell to the rescue. Our big, fancy, sophisticated technical solution to the Joe technical bell going down the tubes. All right, let me get to this first. On this Hunter Biden scenario, which is growing despite the media blackout, they're doing a terrible job of keeping this story from you. How do I know that? Because I always produce evidence, of course. So a poll recently that uh, a majority of Americans think that the Biden family was up to no good overseas with their foreign, suspicious, shady foreign dealings. So Twitter, Facebook, Google, YouTube, all of these entities, Snapchat and others who are doing their best. Um, to stick their fingers in the middle of this election and block you from hearing information about the Biden crime family are doing an absolutely terrible job. The media, which is a joke, an embarrassment, a disgrace to humankind, a stain on this country, um, full-time activist for the Democrat Party, a laughing stock to sane people everywhere. I want you to watch this clip from Newsbusters. This is a great one. It's a, a little, it's about a minute 30 plus, but it's important. I usually don't use clips this long. But it shows you in the beginning how the media narrative, again, they're clowns, they're jokers and losers and liars. We all know that. Um, how months ago and years ago, the Hunter Biden allegations of the Biden crime family's operation overseas, shaking down foreign countries for money using former Vice President Biden's name. How there was no evidence. There was no evidence, ladies and gentlemen, the quotes in this bill here in a second, no evidence. And then when the Hunter Biden laptop, by the way, Receipts. We got the receipt. Here's the receipt. Thanks to Miss Paula, the Hunter Biden laptop where he actually signed it over his laptop. We've got the receipt right here. Recibos in Espanol. We got the receipt right here. How when he signed over the laptop and now there is evidence. Now they switched the narrative from there's no evidence of Hunter Biden, Biden family corrupt uh, crime, family corruption to now the new narrative being. There's evidence, but it's definitely Russian disinformation, which is odd because there's no evidence of that being actually true. Check this montage out. This is classic. What a bunch of idiots. I just want to deal in fact, because there is so much speculation out there and there is zero evidence 
that Hunter Biden or Joe Biden did anything wrong here. We should note, again, and you, you and I have said this on the air many times, there is no evidence that Joe Biden was you know, involved in any wrongdoing. Of course, I want to note that there is no evidence that Joe Biden or Hunter Biden has done anything wrong. I just want to reiterate. And let's be clear for the viewers. There is no evidence Biden did anything wrong. I'll note again because it's important. There is no, I repeat, no. There is no evidence that either Biden did anything illegal. There's been no evidence. There was no evidence. There's no evidence. There is no evidence. There is not an iota of evidence. No, no evidence, evidence Biden, Biden did, did anything, anything wrong. wrong. There's really no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong. Nobody's ever accused uh, that, I mean, there's no evidence evidence whatsoever that Joe Biden did anything wrong. Got that? Joe Biden did nothing wrong. Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. Biden secret emails. A really fishy story. The Post claimed that the emails were found on a laptop computer that was brought to a repair shop in Delaware in the spring of 2019. The FBI is now investigating whether those alleged Hunter Biden emails are actually connected to a larger foreign intelligence operation. They may be related to a foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence operation. For all we know, these emails are made up. The information found on the laptop may be part of a Russian disinformation campaign. Part of a Russian uh, disinformation uh, effort. Described by many intelligence experts as having hallmarks. All the hallmark, hallmarks, rather. All the hallmarks of a Russian. Or Russian. Russian disinformation. Russian disinformation. Disinformation campaign. This is a classic example of the right wing media machine. These people will never recover from this. These shameless buffoons, these clowns and liars. Of course, we had to put Mr. Potato Head, Brian Stelter in there. Well, it was a Newsbusters clip, but anytime I see a George Costanza in a media montage of buffoonery, we have to include it in the show because Stelter's such a clown. Coffee boy fetching loser who has never had a real job in his life, who found himself in a seat in the lowest rated show in that time block on CNN because he's such a zero. And what do they do? They actively promote foreign intelligence by claiming it's foreign intelligence. Foreign governments who want to see the United States collapse are celebrating our media doing their dirty work by creating division in this country, by pretending a massive Biden crime family influence operation is fake before an election when they know full well because these people aren't stupid that that information is in fact authentic. Paula asked me this morning, why do they do this? Because they don't care. There's a great piece in the Wall Street Journal I'll get to tomorrow by Gerard Baker about how the media made a conscious decision a while ago to forfeit their credibility. They know they're lying. Brian Stelter, for as lame and as much of a loser as he is, he's not as dumb as you think he is. He's actually very calculating, and he's doing this strategically to assist the Democrats because he's not a real journalist. He's a fake loser. I'm sorry, I'm very hostile this morning because there are large swaths of America who have no idea that the potential future president, Joe Biden, could be a foreign asset. They may have a blackmail file and enemies of the United States who are nuclear powered on a potential president, Joe Biden, because his son couldn't keep his hands out of the foreign till. And yet the media working on behalf of these foreign governments who would like to see nothing more than extensive division in this country are laughing that our media is promoting division by pretending all of this is fake. (sighs) Folks, I want to move on to this other story related to this, but I want to make a very serious point. We need the media. I know you may, we don't need these idiots. No, ladies and gentlemen, we do. We do. Our influence in the larger U.S. media ecosystem is small relative to theirs. It is. I wish it were larger. Our show does between 700,000 to a million over 20 days. Audio, video, Facebook even more, but we're not even counting that. Ben Shapiro probably does 2 million or so. I'm not sure what his numbers are, but he has a lot. He's the number one podcaster. Fox News, 3 to 5 million a night. Ladies and gentlemen, there are 330 million people in this country. NBC, CBS, And ABC, their combined nightly news audience is probably three, four times what Fox News and everyone do. So when they come out to you like Fusion Ken Delanian, who you heard in that clip, the NBC news guy who's in the back pocket of all of these people feeding him bull talking points, you get the rest. When he says that on the NBC nightly news and promotes foreign disinformation by claiming it's foreign disinformation, it penetrates into society at large. These people are lying to you. They are utter buffoons. We need them. We need them to have a scintilla of dignity. We need the media. But ladies and gentlemen, it's over. 
it's over. I'm really sorry. We will not be able to rescue these people because they don't have the character to be rescued. The media has to be interested at some point because they have a shred of moral decency in telling you the truth. You can't rescue repentant liars in the media. You can't. It's over. And what worries me about this is the only solution is to grow our side of the media equation to get the stories out. We're doing a good job and we may get there. But rescuing Fusion Kendallanian, rescuing Maggie Haberman and, and George Costanza at CNN and all of these other, these clown shows, whatever, Brooke Baldwin, um, whatever the other, that Rachel the Moscow Maddow, rescuing them is impossible. They don't have any dignity. We have to build our side of the equation and tell people the truth. What happens when we don't? Well, Mary, Mary Anastasia O'Grady, uh, who does a great column at the Wall Street Journal, she traditionally focuses on Latin American politics. She has a great piece this morning, though. It should serve as a cautionary tale and a warning sign for everyone about how dangerous this can be when the media totally goes in the tank for socialist tyrants. You may say, why would that happen? The media will find themselves in jail later, too. They're too stupid to figure this out. Here's the piece, if you think I'm messing with you. How free speech dies. Wall Street Journal. Hyperintolerance is a familiar path to tyranny throughout Latin America. They're talking about hyperintolerance to opposing ideas. Kind of reminiscent of the idea that we should be intolerant in the media, the Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family's activity overseas. We should lie about it to protect them. What happens when the media does that? Well, here's a screenshot from the piece, because this has happened throughout history in Latin America, Cuba, Venezuela, and elsewhere, where the media has gone in the tank for socialist tyrants like Joe Biden and others. And what's happened? Well, let me quote her piece, because this is a warning sign, ladies and gentlemen. Listen very, very closely about the path we're going down now, and you'll see why I'm so worried about the media and losing the, immediate, uh, losing the media in this country to falsehoods and gaslighting. Quote, O'Grady, Wall Street Journal. Castro understood that free speech wouldn't fly in the police state that he envisioned. But in his first months in power, Castro continued to pay lip service to democracy and knew better than to march into newsrooms with bayonets and jackboots. He didn't need to. At Castro's disposal were useful journalists ready to do his dirty work by attacking their own colleagues. Gee, kind of sounds like... uh, Losers in the media attacking the New York Post for publishing that Hunter Biden story. Oh, no, it quote, quote, goes on. Carlos Ripple's 1985 book, quote, Harnessing the Intellectuals, documents this story, this Castro story. On December 26, 1959, the Provincial Association of Journalists of Havana, quote, agreed to impose on all periodicals the obligation to include in the form of clarifications or footnotes, sounds kind of like fact checks today, you know, criticisms of editorials or news items that were not in accord with the official government line. Holy Moses, ladies and gentlemen, kind of sounds like what's happening now. Added editorials, fake fact checks on content. It kind of sounds like what Castro was doing, demanding that editorials that criticize Castro have little footnotes on them. Sounds like the fact check routine now, right? Weird. Weird. Folks, we're going down a dangerous path. You have one week to change this. Donald Trump is the bull in the small C China shop. And this China shop is full of broken China and everybody knows it. They've been ripping people off for years. Trump goes in there, a a two-ton bull, and is tearing the whole thing up. Forcing this China shop to rebuild with actual China. Please don't make the wrong decision. If Joe Biden is elected, there's no rescuing the media from the same path Cuba and Venezuela and other countries have gone down. Where useful idiot journalists have attacked democracy by attacking their colleagues, people like me telling the truth. I know what they're doing. There's one trying to interview me right now. I know exactly what they're doing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to get to the second story, too, because it's important. Uh, We had Amy Coney Barrett, their nomination accepted last night, passed handily in the United States Senate. The left is going absolutely wild, which I find absolutely hilarious um, 
because the left brought this on themselves. Remember, it was former Democrat loser Senate Majority Leader uh, Harry Reid who decided it would be a good idea to scrap the judicial filibuster. Remember that? You libs conveniently forget that, don't you? Because, you know, history fails to penetrate your vibranium-coated six-inch skulls. You know, history and facts and stuff. You don't really do that stuff well. So former Democrat Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, left-wing tyrant, Remember, he thought it was a good idea when he was in charge under the Obama administration, when the Democrats had the Senate, to scrap the 60 vote requirement in the Senate for judicial nominations. Remember, there was see now leftists. Harking back to my earlier segment here, leftists who watch NBC, ABC and CBS and who are lied to all the time and live in a world of stupid because you can't do basic research, really believe that it was the Republicans who have upended democracy. It's an unconstitutional process. The filibuster, should have had the filibuster. The filibuster was scrapped because of Harry Reid, you numbnuts. Do a basic set of reasons. The reason the Republican-led Senate now was able to pass uh, Amy Coney Barrett onto the Supreme Court through the nomination process there is because they had 52 votes rather than 60. The 60 requirement was scrapped by Democrat Harry Reid. Do a basic internet search, folks, and you'll figure it out yourself. Republicans don't have to do that because we don't live in your stupid media universe where facts and stuff can't get through. So the liberals who live in this world of lies, of course, can't figure out that this is totally unacceptable to them that Amy Coney Barrett, a conservative, we finally have a 5-4 conservative majority, by the way. Yes, I'm not misspeaking there. John Roberts is a full-blown liberal. Forget him. Uh, totally, he's, a, he's, poly, he's totally forfeited his oath. He's now fully in the tank of the Washington Post editorial column. So in order to pretend now that this is some kind of historical anomaly, President Trump rushing through, dreaded air quotes, the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett and her appointment now to the Supreme Court, which is now official. The Democrats and their media allies are trotting out easily, easily discredited talking points. Easily, which we'll show you in a minute. Let me show you one again. This is the media echo chamber, ABC, which has a massive audience on their nightly news. This clown, David Muir, Mir, whatever, I don't know, Mir is it? I don't know, I don't care. I'm not mispronouncing his name on purpose. The guy's a liar or he's really stupid. Um, he's not really stupid, which makes him a liar. So here he is on his show with equally stupid liar, Terry Moran. Oh, you're really hostile today. I am because I'm half of America doesn't know what's going on because they're lied to constantly. Here's David uh, Muir last night saying how the Amy Coney Barrett nomination and the vote appointing her in fact to the Supreme Court yesterday in the Senate happened in record time and watch Terry Moran after say yes David you are right this is record time the problem is we have the record so let's watch these idiots first and then we'll go to the actual records and see if it is in fact record time check this out we are also following the other major headline from Washington tonight. The Senate is now set to vote on President Trump's Supreme Court nominee just a short time from now. Judge Amy Coney Barrett on track to be confirmed in record time. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell telling Republicans Democrats won't be able to do much about this for a long time to come. ABC's Terry Moran live at the Supreme Court for us tonight. Terry? David, you're absolutely right. This is a record that the Senate will be setting tonight because Amy Coney Barrett is certain to become Justice Barrett tonight, and she will be confirmed closer to Election Day than any Supreme Court justice in American history. And you can see why they want to do it. So it's a record. Sorry. Just in my microphone there. Ladies and gentlemen, these, again, are prominent media figures. They're not bright. Or they are bright and they're liars. I don't know. Again, I don't know which one's worse. I, I, I'm leaning towards their liars. Because these aren't stupid people or they really are stupid people and they just can't figure out how to do research. So you would think if you had a, a, a major news outlet like ABC and David Moore and, and, and Terry Moran, you would think, right, that someone who put that copy in the teleprompter, they typed the words in the teleprompter for Muir to read, right, that someone would have fact-checked that because it's very easy to check if, in fact, Amy Coney Barrett was confirmed in record time. Paula, how 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 would you how would you check that? You would you would let me just I just need a head nod from you, uh, Miss Paula here. Would you go to the records? Okay, we're getting a head nod from Paula. This is really wonderful. Paula is nodding her head in approval that if Amy Coney Barrett was in fact confirmed in record time, that the records would indicate that. 
So let's, in fact, go uh, to the records. By the way, uh, hat tip the Newsbusters team that that put this out in their social media account. Uh, that's where I pulled this from. So uh, Senate.gov, I went to the records at Senate.gov, and here we have Supreme Court nominations, the time they were nominated to the confirmation vote. So we can see on page one, we didn't even get, by the way, this goes all the way down throughout history, 1789 to the present. I'm not going to show you the whole list because it's too long. This is just the first screenshot I took. We didn't even get to like anywhere past 2005. And we can see that John Roberts was nominated to be the chief justice on September 6th. And that was confirmed on September 29th. Uh, okay. That's shorter than Amy Coney Barrett's September 29th nomination to October 26th. Uh, okay. Now, clearly that's, well, that was chief justice. That's just, an anomaly. There's clearly a record. This is record short time somewhere else or or somethingy. So I went down the list a little further, and I went down and we looked at President Lincoln. Uh, president Lincoln, you know, top hat, great president, President Lincoln, and you can see that uh, President Lincoln um, had people confirmed uh, on the same day, December sixth, eighteen sixty four. Confirmed December sixth, eighteen sixty four. Uh, he had won four days later, March 6th. Stephen Field confirmed March 10th. David Davis, December 1st, nominated. December 8th, confirmed. Samuel Miller, nominated July 16th. Confirmed. July 16th. <laughs> we don't even... Uh, do you understand you're being lied to? There's only two options. These people are bold-faced liars with zero credibility or they're really stupid and they can't do basic homework. Like going to the Senate.gov website saying, if it's record time she was confirmed, whatever it was, 38 days, then that would be the shortest period of time. It's not even close. It's not a record now. It wasn't a record in the 1860s. It isn't a record ever. It's not a record. And they both agree. Uh, uh. David Weir, this is record time, Terry. Terry, yeah, it's a record, David. And dumb liberals scoop this up like, yeah, yeah, it's record time. Why do we have to do this, Paula? Why do we have to do this every day? You know how much I would just love to come on here and talk about things of deeper meaning and substance rather than constantly having to shred liberal media stupidity. You know why I do it? Even at the expense of my own sanity, stress, and health. Because your liberal friends are on Facebook, because many of them are really dumb. They don't do their own homework like I do or you do. And they're on their Facebook and their Twitter, and they're like, this is record time. Respond back, did you check the record, Senate.gov? Oh, no. Okay, so you're an idiot. There's no evidence of Hunter Biden. Uh, no, no, no. Now there is evidence. Oh, no, no. Now the evidence is Russian. Do you have any evidence that it's Russian? No, I don't have evidence of that either. All right. I want to get to why Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation last night is so important. And you may say, well, because we got a finally a conservative majority in the Supreme Court because John Roberts is a liberal. Yes, but there's a very kind of inside baseball mechanism that's going to change right now that you really need to know about. Let me get to that after our second sponsor. Uh, sponsors love to be here and talk to you. Our good friends at Policy Genius. Policy Genius. It's Halloween this month. And Policy Genius would like to mark the occasion by making something less scary for once life insurance. Shopping for life insurance can seem like a daunting task, but Policy Genius makes it really easy. They combine cutting edge insurance, a uh, cutting edge market, uh, cutting edge insurance marketplace with help from licensed experts to save you time and save you money. Right now, you could save fifty percent, five zero or more, by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance. When you're shopping for a policy that could last for more than a decade, those savings really start to add up. You want to know how it works? Well, first, head to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much coverage you need and compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price. 
Policy Genius will compare policies starting at as little as $1 a day. You might even be eligible to skip the in-person medical exam. Nice. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. And the best part is they work for you. They don't work for the insurance company. So if you hit any speed bumps during their application process, which is really simple, they take care of everything. That kind of outstanding service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across over 1,600 reviews on Trustpilot and Google. So if you need life insurance, don't wait. Head to policygenius.com right now to get started. You could save 50% or more by comparing quotes. Policygenius.com. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. All right, thank you, Policy Genius. We really appreciate it. So why is the confirmation of uh, justice, Amy Coney Barrett? Left hand I can't stand it. Too bad. Too bad, so sad. Very hostile today for a number of reasons. Some I'm not telling you on camera. Well, the Wall Street Journal has a great piece about the dynamic in the Supreme Court run by Chief Justice Liberal John Roberts, afraid of the Washington Post op-ed writers, is about to change. And change for the better. Editorial board, Wall Street Journal. Justice Barrett joins the court, a landmark for the judiciary without any guaranteed outcomes, which is true. We're hoping Amy Coney Barrett sticks to her originalist ideas and ideology and doesn't become John Roberts, an absolute disaster for conservatism. The liberals' best friend, John Roberts. But they wrote this interesting little piece here. Here's a screenshot from the piece where they talk about what's about to change for John Roberts, who thought he was the big guy, the grand pooba, the godfather of the Supreme Court. But now, even though he's the chief justice, is going to take a back seat to one of the greatest Supreme Court justices in American history. I kid you not. The great legendary Clarence Thomas. Why is that? Is he going to be the Supreme Court Chief Justice of the United States now, Clarence Thomas? Not necessarily, but this is what's going to happen. Quote, Wall Street Journal. Chief Justice Roberts is less an originalist than a pragmatist and a judicial politician, gee, you think. But the new lineup, including Amy Coney Barrett, will reduce his influence as the swing vote. If Roberts joins the liberals now in dissent, oh, 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 listen to this. Well, if justice, let me, can I editorialize you? I'm just going to answer part. If justice Roberts screws us over again, now back to the quote, and joins the liberals in dissent, the task of assigning the majority opinion will go to the great legendary, I added that in, but it's true, Justice Clarence Thomas as the senior associate justice. Oh, isn't that, isn't that nice? That could have a crucial impact on how far the majority opinions are willing to go in setting new legal precedents or overturning old ones. Oh, let me translate. You get that, Paula? Probably not. That's okay. That's okay. I had a little time to do some homework last night. I don't blame you. But let me translate that for you, what's going on here and what that really means. So when Chief Justice Roberts decides to screw us over again and fabricate new legal penumbras out of thin air, like, Obamacare's a tax. Really? Let's quote Obama. It's not a tax. Um, so Roberts just basically made that up because that's what he does because he's a full-blown liberal. He now stands a pretty strong chance of losing anyway because we have now five apparently originalist conservative justices on the Supreme Court. Now with Amy Coney Barrett. 5-4. It's not 6-3. Stop listening to the news. The problem with that is if Justice Roberts sees the writing on the wall and understands he's going to lose a case and he's in the minority, he doesn't get two votes because he's the chief justice. No, he still gets one vote. Then the majority opinion would not be written by him when he's the swing vote because he'll be with the minority now. You get it? So if the majority opinion is written by the senior associate justice, the legendary Clarence Thomas, oh, you can bet those majority opinions may be a little more wide ranging than they were written when they were written by John Roberts, when he did agree with the conservatives and was in the 5-4 majority, where Roberts used to write very limited opinions. 
trying to restrict the penetration of the opinion into the wider country at large. Clarence Thomas, who actually respects the Constitution, may be a little more apt to write majority opinions now with Roberts on the sideline that are a little more wide-ranging. You think Roberts doesn't know this? You think Dan Bongino and the Wall Street Journal are telling you this for the first time? You think Roberts isn't aware now that he's in a bind? So think of the pickle John Roberts finds himself in now. Do I do what I want to do, act like my liberal self, vote liberal, lose the case, and then let Clarence Thomas write the majority opinion, which will impact the whole country? Or, or do I side with the Constitution and the conservatives who got me nominated and pushed through? And write the majority opinion myself, even though I'm a liberal and want to do liberal things. I don't know, John. I don't know. What do you do? What what do you do, John? Paula, is this not a conundrum? Is this not a dilemma? This is a big dilemma for old Johnny R. Liberal John. Wait, what do I do? What do I do? He's so frightened. The Washington Post opinion column. What do I do? Do I sign with the liberals? and making up stuff out of thin air and crapping on the Constitution and then knowing I'm going to lose the case and then let Clarence Thomas take over? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You didn't think about that, did you? I got to be honest, I didn't either. But when I read it this morning, I thought, that's fascinating. I got to tell my audience about that. Johnny R finds himself in a really bad spot right now. (laughs) Let's wrap up this Amy Coney Barrett saying, what a great night last night, by the way. On a good note, I know I've been particularly hostile today. Sorry, a lot going on. Not in the mood to put up with liberal BS this morning. But can we just expose these fake lib tough guys for him? What have I told you forever? Ladies and gentlemen, ignore liberal fake tough guys. They're always calling for violence and burning the world down. And we're going to beat you up if you do this. We're going to, there's going to be a coup after the election. Or This is liberal stuff. We're the peaceful, thankfully, nonviolent conservative resistance because we believe in big R God-given rights for everyone, which prevents us from doing violence to someone else because they disagree with us. That's insane. That's a liberal thing. The media loves that stuff. Not us, okay? They're not riots. They're peaceful protests. There's a building burning down. It's burning peacefully. So liberals are violent, maniac, lunatics. But I'm just telling you, they're fake tough guys. Just don't ignore them. But whenever you can poke fun at them, Dan, that doesn't sound very moral. No, it does. It it is moral. Let me explain to you for a minute. If you're going to be a liberal, fake, tough guy, lunatic, talking on Twitter because you're behind your keyboard about, we're going to burn the place down, ah, baby, Cody Bear, then be prepared to be mocked. We're going to mock you and, and poke fun at you relentlessly to disincentivize others from making buffoons of themselves like you did. What am I talking about? Here's this complete clown, Reza Aslan, a total loser, who just is always tweeting, look at this guy. Look at his avatar. This guy couldn't beat up his 90-year-old grandmother. And he's always tweeting stuff like, we're going to burn it down. Ah, This is an actual tweet from this idiot from a month ago. If they even try to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg, we burn the entire blanking, starts with an F, thing down. (laughs) You're fine. Um, you know what? I was going to say, I, I'm not because I don't want to make light of this medical thing. But Reza as I, oh, this is hard. This is hard, but I don't want to have to provide Paula do any edits because I got to rush to the doctor after this today. So I don't want to force any edits on him. This guy is a colossal wussbag of the highest order. He's not burning anything down, but his reputation on Twitter. A total clown. So Reza Aslan and a liberal friend, we're going to burn it down. Now, it's funny. New York Times will write a story that by ex- by us exposing liberal threats to, quote, burn the effing thing down, we're the ones somehow inciting us. That Davey Alba from the New York Times writing that story right now. Dan Bongino encourages violence by making fun of liberal lunatic who encourage violence. 
Oh, yeah, that makes a ton of sense, New York. To Davey Alba, the double-digit IQ dunce, that makes a world of sense. But showing you how you should really ignore their threats and plow straight ahead because they're fake. They're fake tough guy losers. Guy couldn't uh, take on his grandmother in a wheelchair. He's going to burn it down. He ain't burning down anything. Here's the Supreme Court yesterday after the confirmation vote. This is the great Shelby Talcott from the Daily Caller who's like, uh, LOL, there are more press than protesters at the Supreme Court. I, I thought you were going to burn it down, guys. Are you going to burn everything down? And, uh, well, well, thankfully, thankfully they didn't burn it down. We don't want to see any violence, leftist violence, especially, which is uh, especially brutal. Ignore them. Plow straight ahead. Stop being intimidated by these idiots if you are. They're a bunch of goofball clowns. They're not even worth 10 seconds of your time. They are only worth your time when we're be clowning them and exposing them for the losers they are to disincentivize other media losers from trying to promote violence. Let me end with this on this segment. This is time to double down and triple down. We now have a 5-4 conservative majority on the Supreme Court. I told you yesterday, it's not good enough for you to get out and vote. Take 10 or 20 friends. Do not make that mistake of thinking I voted, I did my job. You did not. I'm not trying to be patronizing. I'm trying to tell you we need to win. Winning is what matters. Talk is cheap. Game time is over. Game time is done. This is the time to win. Let's finish this thing now. Let's finish it next week. Let's win the presidency. Let's take back the House and let's take back the Senate. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, these people are violent lunatics, as I just showed you. They have a violent streak. But you said they were fake tough guys. Some are. Reza Aslan's the fakest tough guy out there. But there are leftists out there who aren't kidding when they say burn it down. There are. This is not the time to back away. This is the time to double down. We need to beat this movement, this socialist tyrannical movement, Beat it into submission ideologically and at the election booth. We've done it before. When did it happen in modern history? Second term Ronald Reagan, his vice president runs for office, George H.W. Bush, wins again. Essentially, what would have been or what the public thought would be three terms of Ronald Reagan. It wasn't. George H.W. Bush ran uh, center left in many cases. But after losing three consecutive elections, in landslides, Reagan, Reagan, Bush. The Democrats finally realized, ladies and gentlemen, they had a problem and that their movement was insane. Michael Dukakis and Walter Mondale, who ran respectively against Reagan and Bush in Reagan's second term and Bush's first, were liberal lunatics. Insane leftists. After we destroyed them and decimated them in national elections, we beat their ideological movement into submission and they tapped out and they realized tyranny and socialism wasn't going to work. The Democrats reformed their party for the better. I don't want the Democrat party to disappear, folks. I'm not a tyrant like the leftists are. I want them to have a party full of sane ideas. I have no problem debating them. We can't debate tyranny, though, because I'm not going to debate the value of my own life. After the second term of Reagan and the election of George H.W. Bush, the Democrat Leadership Council was formed. They revamped their entire message and they elected Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was a morally inept individual, but it was Bill Clinton who gave the speech in front of Congress at the State of the Union who said the era of big government is over. Uh, Bill Clinton was right. What do you want me to say he was wrong because he was a Democrat? No, that's the idiot games leftist play. A lot of what Bill Clinton did was ridiculous. Hillary Care, of course, is moral ineptitude. But the Democrats understood they had a problem. The only way to get the Democrats right now to realize they have an AOC Bernie Sanders problem is to beat their ideological movement, beat them so handily with Donald Trump again and at the courts that they finally realize they've got an issue. Double down. Let's finish this thing. There's a week to go. It's not good enough to vote yourself. You have to bring 10, 20 people with you. More if you can. Someone said to me, I don't have 20 friends. I don't care. Do you have family members? Do you have neighbors? Do you even know 20 people? I'm sure you do. 
find them. I don't want to bother them with voting. Yeah, you want to bother them with losing your country? Because that's about to happen in seven days. As we descend into Cuba-like chaos, if this guy takes over, Biden. The big guy, Beijing Joe. All right, let me get to my next sponsor. I want to get to an election update. I got two pieces of video here that are really important. Something's happening, ladies and gentlemen, on the ground. Something really big for Trump. I'm seeing it. I'm not being overly dramatic. You know I hate predictions. Joe Biden could very well win. Um, I don't think it's going to be a landslide in either direction, but I'm telling you, I'm here in Florida. Something is happening. In Florida and in Pennsylvania, it is happening. And I'm going to show you a video. I need you to stay tuned. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Omaha Steaks. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, you can get a gourmet assortment of bestsellers with an exclusive offer for my listeners. Listen, let me just forget the ad for a second. Omaha Steaks, I just want to read, because I love Omaha Steaks. We eat the heck out of Omaha Steaks in this house because the food is just darn delicious at a price you're never going to beat. You're not going to get steaks like this for the money anywhere. Simple. Their burgers, their ground beef is are absolutely delicious. Their desserts. Well, how do you get this stuff? We eat it here all the time. My fridge is stacked. We have another fridge downstairs. First world problems, I get it. Stacked full of Omaha steaks in the freezer. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar. And for this week, Omaha Steaks will add two pounds of their delicious, outstanding, Paula's favorite premium ground beef, free with your order, plus free shipping. My favorites, the Butcher's Best Sellers Package. What does it include? The bacon wrapped filet mignon, smoky sweet bacon. Don't do this to me. I'm hungry. Fork tender filet mignon. Delicious. Joe hears me right now. He's just not talking, by the way, because this thing may not be recorded. But he hears all of this. And he's getting hungry too. Go, so is Paula. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter Bongino in the search bar for exclusive offers not available anywhere else. And don't forget, when you order today, Omaha Steaks will add two pounds of their premium ground beef free with free shipping. Paula makes empanadas with that. You can make burgers with it. It's over. It's over. It's over. So good. Omaha Steaks has been bringing people together for over 100 years. Enjoy family. Enjoy friends. Enjoy the best steak of your life. Don't wait another second. Go to omahasteaks.com. Put Bongino in the search bar. Get the two pounds of premium ground beef free. All right. Need like a break a second from that one. Food is good. I'm not messing with you. I have to name these blocks now. Why? I don't know. Because I just like to. This is the election update. Bold name. Very creative. I thought of that myself, by the way. Election 2020 update. So here's a piece of video here. Now, listen, for those of you listening on audio only, we'll let it kind of murmur in the background a little bit. I'll describe it for you. Don't worry. But this is video of, you may say, wow, that's a pretty amazing Trump rally. Look at all these people in Pennsylvania. Play that video. Bob walking into this Trump rally. It's really fantastic. Wow. Look at that. Trump signs everywhere. There's a whole road packed. It's Pennsylvania. State Road 309. Oh my gosh, Trump signs everywhere. Look at that. People like, yeah, buddy. This is so great headed into this Trump rally. What's the problem, ladies and gentlemen? Hear the horns honking in the background for those audio listeners, for those watching on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. You can see the video yourself. Uh, what's the problem with that video? Not the problem for us, but the problem for the Biden campaign. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not a Trump rally. That's a Biden rally. Huh? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Trump supporters by the hundreds and thousands have been storming Biden rallies in addition to Trump rally, which is kind of fascinating because he's turning out tens of thousands of people at his rallies and thousands more at the other guy's rallies. <laughs> fascinating. So at Biden rallies, you have 10 or 20 Biden staffers, no Biden supporters at all. And you have hundreds, in some cases, thousands of Trump supporters showing up at Biden, Biden rallies. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Folks, on a serious note, something's happening. I live here in Florida. I don't get out much for various reasons right now. But something's happening. It's everywhere down here in Florida. And if Florida is a 50-50 swing state, which we all know, if you win in Florida, nobody wins with 60% of the vote. If you win in Florida, you win with 50.1, 51. 
49.6 pluralities when a third candidate's in the race. You don't win in Florida by a lot. Florida is about a 50-50 Dem Republican state. It is the king of swing states. Folks, something's happening here. For Trump, it's everywhere. You can't turn a corner without seeing a Trump sign wave, Trump flags. I live in a relatively liberal part of a conservative county, if you get what I mean. It's a conservative county, but there are liberal pockets. I live in one of the liberal portions of it. There are Trump signs everywhere on the liberal side of town. It's on the street. It's at your door with door knockers. It's in the skies. Skies? What is it, Superman? Damn, what are you talking? I'm not kidding. There were like, I live near the water. You, you go out in a weekend, there's always like a plane comes by. Trump 2020, MAGA, baby. It's everywhere. It's in the water. We drive over a bridge that we live near an island, on an island. You drive over a bridge to get off. There's two islands near. That's so why I said near. You drive over the bridge. There's a Trump flotilla every weekend. You're like, you don't, nobody even looks anymore. Like, what's, oh, it's another Trump flotilla. Like hundreds of boats come up. It's everywhere. How many of these Biden ones have I seen? Zero. There's something happening, folks. These polls aren't right. There's something wrong. And uh, I want to show you this next video of, of Savage Trump, which I mean in a good way because it's great, but you would be an idiot to ignore this. Something profound is happening here. Don't be surprised if there's some major upsets on election day and some really upset liberals. Could happen either way. I don't want to get in the predictions game because I don't want to disincentivize anyone from voting either way. I'm just telling you something's happening here. And if your eyes are open, you're seeing it too. Let me get to the second video, then we'll get to our last sponsor. And then I've got this great media. That <laughs> hilarious. This is so good. Don't miss it. I, I can't. I can't help it today. I'm so upset at the media. Here is a video of uh, Savage Trump, who I love, uh, when he just goes uh, ape on the media, which is absolutely terrific. So, of course, the media is misconstruing chief of staff to President Trump, Mark Meadows' comments, where he was asked about the coronavirus. And they said, listen, you can't contain it. It's a virus. You can try to mitigate it. We can't get, what, how would you do that? Does anybody have, is there a strategy to contain, what, what are we going to do, put people in pre COVID prisons? So Meadows gave an accurate quote and said, listen, we're trying therapeutics and a vaccine. That's how you were right. So contain. So of course, that's been misconstrued by the morons in the media, pretending to be stupid, pretending not to understand what Mark Meadows said. And they're like, Donald Trump, is your administration waving a white flag on coronavirus? Well, Trump just responds in absolutely savage fashion. This is one of the greatest, greatest Trump quotes of the media you will ever see. Check this out. He has. He's waved a white flag on life. He doesn't leave his basement. <laughs> He's waved a white flag on life, Biden. Class. Savage Trump. I love that. We need more of that. That is wonderful. I, what are we going to do without four more years of this? This is a bit like, this is Russell Crowe. Get out of here. Are you not entertained? What are we going to do with Sleepy Joe in there? All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And I got a media block. You're not going to want to miss it. It's really good. How CNN, again, can't do a basic internet search on fake news to figure it out because they're too stupid or they're lying. Again, they're not stupid, so they're lying to you, but who knows? Maybe we'll give them a pass and say they're stupid. Today's show also brought to you by friends at Simply Safe. Ladies and gentlemen, every 26 seconds, there's a break-in in this country. I had my house burglarized. It was pretty awful. But with Simply Safe Home Security, you can protect your whole home around the clock. It's serious. Lasting protection. All it takes is a simple 30-minute setup. It's really that easy. Paula did it in the house. I didn't even help. I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed to tell you that, but it's true. You'll even get a free security camera when you protect your home today. More on that in a second. Simply Safe is an award-winning arsenal of sensors and security cameras that blankets every inch of your home. You will know now your home and family are safe. You set Simply Safe up yourself in a few minutes. That's all it took Paula. Doesn't need any tools, no wiring. No technician, no salesperson has to step a foot in your home. Simply Safe will monitor your home around the clock with security professionals who are there in case of an emergency to immediately send help to your home. Plus, there's no contract, no hidden fees, and no installation costs. It's why U.S. News and World Report named Simply Safe, quote, the best overall home security of 2020. Listen, folks, you know my background in security. You think I'd trust my home security to a, some garbage company? 
They're the real deal, Simply Safe. We love their system. It's super easy to use. Their app is super easy to use too. Right now, they don't even need contracts there. Simplysafe.com. Go to simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino and get a free security camera plus a 60-day risk-free trial with any new system. There's nothing to lose. Go today to simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Don't get this URL wrong. Simply, that's simply with an I, S-I-M-P-L-I, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Go today. Secure your home, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Use the system I trust. Okay. All right. Um, you know, as I said to you before, back to where we, uh, you know, is this where we came in? Kind of Pink Floyd, the wall style. Some of you will get the reference there. The media and the tech tyrants are doing a tag team. You know, tag. remember the WWF, the tag team matches? Remember the Wild Samoans and them back in the day? <laughs> WWE now. <laughs> remember that back in the day? Ah, you, you, they were the guy was like struggling to, he was getting beat up. He's like, and the other guy comes in all fresh and starts tooling the guy. Remember? Well, the media and the tech tyrants are tag teaming to protect uh, Beijing Joe Biden, the big guy. And you can see now how, again, the lies are just obvious and basic. Here's just a couple of quick ones before we move on to more serious stuff. Here's a uh, tweet by CNN. It's, I think John Levine did this at New York Post, showing how stupid the media, and they think you're them. So CNN, Trump was the first U.S. president to deploy the term fake news against his opponents. He was? Um, really? Because if you put Obama fake news in a search engine, you get this article at the Hill. Obama rails against fake news. Uh, oh, 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 all right. Okay, uh, there you go. CNN again. Uh, I mean, Brian Steltenworth says, how smart can the people at CNN be? Um, or they're liars like you know, Mr. Potato Head, Stelter. But here's another doozy by the great Om- Om- Omri Saren, uh, who on Twitter put this out, which is fascinating. How now YouTube, uh, ScrewTube, that's why I, I can't stand ScrewTube. Demonetize me, ScrewTube. I don't care. I'm on Rumble now. I don't care. I'm on your platform telling people this. How do you like those potatoes? Huh? Isn't that great? Dan Bongino doesn't care at all. You're only making us better at Rumble. You're in a bind now, right? We're going to ban Dan Bongino. Please go ahead. I'll put out a press release tomorrow. It'll be millions of free PR. Thank you, ScrewTube, and to the ScrewTube censors watching my show right now. So ScrewTube's jumping in the censorship fact-checking game, just like the Cuban communists. Remember in the beginning of the show? The Cubans had fact-checks footnotes added to editorials that dared criticize uh, the great Fidel Castro. And by great, I mean total loser and tyrant. Killer and murderer and thug. So ScrewTube's jumped in the game now. So Omri Saran says, hey, look at this. On Google's YouTube platform, they're automatically posting a, quote, mostly false fact check if a user appears to be searching for Biden saying he'll ban fracking. He's on video saying he'll ban fracking. What's weird is there is no such editorializing about videos from the Washington Post, CBS, when they with their debunk claims about the Steele dossier. He has screenshots below. If you put in the search part of YouTube looking for Biden wants to ban fracking, there it is. Thank you, Paula. You will see there's a disclaimer up the top. A fact check. Biden is on video saying he wants to ban fracking. Screw tube. Fact check. No, he's not. Yet when you put in Steele dossier, you get no such fact check about the PP hoax and the PP dossier. Weird, isn't it? Screw tube. Ban me, screw tube. Don't care. Page one. Don't care one bit. That's why I'm with Rumble now. What are you going to do? I love it that ScrewTube has to watch this. They're screeners. They have to watch me on their platform. You know, why, didn't you leave, why don't you leave ScrewTube, Dan, and just go to Rumble? Well, we post the show later on ScrewTube because we can't stand them. But we don't leave totally because I like to use their platform to advertise their competitor, Rumble. Isn't it great? We're going to ban you. Please go right ahead. It'll be the greatest press release ever. You know what? Can we skip ahead a little bit? I'm trying. What are we going to do here? Hold on one second. I wanted, I had to do, I wanted to do this one thing and it was really funny. I'm not like a comedy show. I get it, but 
Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, here it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Can we just skip ahead to Cuomo, Paul? I said, we'll have to do the tech tyranny stuff tomorrow. I got more on Facebook and stuff, but I just kind of hit that enough. And I'm running out of time. I want to get to this because it's really important. Can we do the Cuomo video? So Chris Cuomo from CNN. I have the story in the show notes today. Red State covered it. Tim Murtaugh, who is the one of the communications directors. As a matter of fact, he's on right now as I'm watching um, Fox. But he, I, this guy's really becoming one of my favorites. He, he's And if I had like a bullpen of Mariano Rivera, like rock star relief pitchers out of the pen, Tim Murtaugh is becoming that guy. He's a little more understated than I am. I'm kind of, you know, you know me, I'm like throwing flame uh, 24 hours a day. But Murtaugh just wrecks these people. So he goes on CNN. Again, he's a Trump uh, campaign communications guy. He goes on with the hapless Chris Cuomo. And Chris Cuomo, who loves to tell America and uh, and proselytize and preach about masks and coronavirus, isn't it? Uh, coronavirus mitigation is important. I get coronavirus, especially in the coming weeks. You know, I it could be very serious for me. It's a serious thing. It's not a joke. But what I do find comical in this is Chris Cuomo lecturing America about um, any kind of mistake someone makes in their coronavirus mitigation measures, while Cuomo himself was accused after he had coronavirus of breaking quarantine and is on the record now with his apartment building, sanctioning him for not wearing a mask in his own apartment building while he's using his CNN show to tell you what an idiot you are for not wearing a mask. So <laughs> Tim Murtaugh goes on his show, calls about this. Remember when Chris Cuomo on CNN, he pretended he was in his basement for quarantine and CNN covered him coming out of his basement. It was like, oh, out of the basement. It was like just a big dramatic thing. Remember that? Yeah, oh, there's a pic. Look at that. How did you do that? Very good. Paula has a picture. Here he is emerging from the basement. Well, Tim Murtaugh does a great job calling him on his hypocrisy because he'd already left the basement. Check this out. This is great. Okay. I'm about a president then sending why, the right why, message why and giving states what they need to fight a pandemic. Because I did the wrong thing. Why did you get reprimanded by your own did the wrong apartment thing. building for failing to wear a mask after having been told before? Because I did the wrong thing. Before? Why we won't know, the president listen, adjust his messaging? You broke quarantine and went to the I never Hamptons. broke quarantine. Everyone knows you broke. You, I never you broke not, quarantine. You deny that I that never, happened. Absolutely, 100%. And then you came home and you pretended to rise up from your basement like Lazarus. You know, there he is, a Lazarus-like rising from the basement. Ladies and gentlemen, he'd already been out of his basement. He was like, you can check out the story in the New York Post and elsewhere, where Cuomo, while still under quarantine, broke the rules, according to this report, left his basement and was confronted by a biker who saw him, was like, hey, aren't you under quarantine? You're not supposed to engage in any unnecessary travel. But CNN had to film it, you know, because they they employ Brian Stelter. Like, guess what they do? Fake news. And I, you know what I thought of? I could have, you know, these, these WWF, WWE things I do. I just remember back in the day, like, you know, he comes out of his basement like Lazarus. I wish I could take this. Day. I have like a little IFB. He goes, actually, emerging like, <laughs> he, he was, and, you know, he's sitting on, he's, I'm done. I have defeated the, he was out a week before hanging out on the beach. This is a serious thing. It's not a joke. No one's making fun of the illness. But you're going to sit here and lecture everyone about your coronavirus expertise and mitigation measures when you ignored them yourself and pretended to triumphantly emerge from the basement. You know what it made me think of? Remember the Hulkamaniacs? Remember Hulk Hogan? He'd be there. They'd have him in the sleeper hold and he'd be falling asleep and everybody'd be like, ah, but, you know, Hulk was like the big Hulk. Hulk Hogan was a hero. Remember this, Paul? Did you ever see this? And, and halfway through the sleeper hold, Joe, I know you're listening. I know you remember this. Remember halfway through the Hulk, Hulkamania and, and the crowd would start, eh, get up, Hulk, get up. And Hulk would be like, eh, remember that? And he'd be like, and all of a sudden he'd start going and he'd tool the guy and drop the big, that's Chris Cuomo emerging from the basement. He's in the sleep room and CNN's cheering him on and he emerges like, he should have ripped his shirt off and had like a big S on his chest or something like that. This dude's a clown. These people are total clowns. They're just making this up. They're just, they're, 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 these are golden calf fake heroes and the leftists love them. Cuomo's lecturing America on mass, couldn't even obey basic quarantine rules. No, that wasn't me killing a fruit fly. It was me gaveling in the show. All right, one more thing. I know it's been heavy on the media here, folks, but again, there's a lot going on. I 
really should do the state initiative. I know we got to go to the dock and all, but I really should do the state initiatives thing too. Okay, we we got time. I want to do this Leslie Stahl story for you. One more quick thing on the media. I know, I'm sorry I'm bombarding you with stupidity today. I'm just, all this stuff is spreading around. So 60 Minutes, the disastrous Leslie Stahl pretended to interview President Trump. It was really a Mike Tyson-like assault. And um, she accused the president of not having a health care uh, plan. So the president left the interview, which he should have, good move, and um, told Kaylee McEnany, his pre- press person, can you go get our health care plan, which is literally, folks, this thick. So she brings it back, Kaylee McEnany, and here's a photo of her, uh, of Leslie Stahl, opening the health care plan. Now, uh, the, the, look at the book. You can see it on rumble.com. It, folks, for those who can't, it looks like six or seven war and peace books stacked on top of each other. So Leslie Stahl opens it and media idiots, you can see this photo here, quickly picked up on the fact that one of the pages in the beginning of the book um, was blank. So you'll see Beckett Adams covered this. The story's at the show notes today, bongino.com slash newsletter if you'd like to subscribe to the show notes. Um, here's Beckett Adams. The media, media pounced again. Journalists be clown themselves again with 60 minutes screen grab. But what did they say? Well, because there was an empty page in this book, the media, which lies to you constantly, like Chris Cuomo, I didn't break quarantine. I emerged like Lazarus from my thing. They wrote this. Here's a couple morons. Uh, what's particularly odd about the book, given a, uh, given a stall, said the Washington Post, Philip Bump, one of the legendary morons in the media, by the way, total clown, almost up there with Mr. Potato Head at CNN, is in, uh, in a 900 word plus article wrote, is that the page to which she opened appears to be blank. This guy writes for the Washington Post and he's unaware that in any published book compendium of words or anything, there's typically a few blank pages. Has this imbecile at the Post ever read a book? I've written a few. I don't know what Philip Bump has. Um, Here's a book I just wrote, Follow the Money. This is not a promotion for my book. Um, Let's see. Oh my God, the first page is blank. Don't dare buy this book, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Bongino is scamming the world with follow the money. There's a blank page in this book. Blank. Gets hot down here in Florida. Don't buy this book. It's a fake. There's nothing in this book. Follow the money. Dan Bongino. It's a blank book. Philip Bump has apparently never read a book before. Hold on. We have a... You have more? What? Yeah, that is true. Michael Knowles' book is actually by. Hold on, let's do one more. So here's my other book, Spygate. Let's see. Don't, don't you dare buy this book either. Don't, I, I just discovered this for the first time, even though I wrote. There's a blank page here too. Do not buy Dan Bongino's books. They're definitely fake. There's nothing in there. Of course, there are things in the book. They put blank pages in there all the time. But Philip Bump is a moron who writes for the Washington Post, who is implying that President Trump handed over a book full of blank pages on his health care plan. Oh, my gosh. People are so freaking stupid. It really is hard to digest this. All right, let's end on this. Um, Listen, more election 2020 stuff, not related to the presidential campaign. What have I told you over and over? Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in a liberal state and someone is telling you because they're misinformed, and I hope they're not, but someone's telling you, don't vote, you don't have to vote in New York, California. I don't know why they would say that, but, or maybe you're just thinking yourself, Trump's not going to win New York or California, so I don't need to show up. Stop, please. There are a number. One, the popular vote matters. It doesn't matter for the electoral college. It matters within the states, but it does matter because it sends a message. Okay, so show up and vote regardless, no matter what, for the presidential race. But having said that, this is not just a presidential election. There are congressmen, there are congresswomen, there are senators on the ballot, local officials, vote Republicans straight through. Sorry, the Democrats are just terrible. It's a, you know, they turn it into the Cuba party. But also, ladies and gentlemen, there are a number of state initiatives on the ballot. I want to cover these quick. We'll end the show on this. You live in Colorado? You know about Prop 113? Wall Street Journal, this is on your ballot when you show up on election day. 
gambling with Colorado's electors. There's a proposition in You Should Reject, it's Prop 113 in California, where they're basically looking to destroy the Electoral College. Meaning your vote in Colorado isn't going to matter if the national popular vote goes another way. This is for the National Popular Vote Compact. Go to this screenshot from the piece, screen grab. What does this mean? This means Colorado has a proposition on the ballot, 113, that Colorado is going to vote however the national election votes. Well, what's the problem with that? Well, a popular vote election could encourage sectional candidates who can compete in just a few states, kind of like primaries. Oh, and by the way, there's nothing stopping progressive states like California from lowering their voting age from, uh, from, eight, from 18, among other changes for partisan advantage in the national vote tally. Since votes, most voting rules are made at the state level, Republican states could jury rig and do the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the way elections work now in Colorado is Colorado votes. Treat your presidential race like a governor's race in Colorado. Whoever wins the popular vote in Colorado gets all of Colorado's electoral college votes. It doesn't matter what happens in the rest of the country. That's not what Prop 13 is about. They want your vote in Colorado not to matter. You vote in Colorado for Trump and the rest of the country's popular vote goes for Biden. Colorado goes for Biden, even though Colorado didn't go for Biden. Why would you disenfranchise your vote in Colorado? That's asinine. Reject no to Proposition 113. Turn out and vote. Second, Proposition 16 in California. If you're in California, reject this thing too. What do they want to do? They want to bring back uh, racism. Oh, yeah, they do. They want to bring back racial preferences based on skin color. That sounds kind of racist because it is. Colorado's racial scare campaign. California, excuse me. California, thank you. You got to correct. Sometimes I do that. California's racial scare campaign. This is about Proposition 16. Again, on the ballot. Say no to this. Let's go to screenshot one. What's this about? It's about bringing back decisions on skin color, not on ability and elsewhere. Proposition 16 supporters claim that racial minorities have been devastated since the state was prohibited from using race as a factor in decisions, especially at California's public universities. Well, in fact, the number of blacks admitted to the University of California has more than doubled since the year before Prop 209 went into effect. Scrap the second screenshot from there. Ladies and gentlemen, say no to Proposition 16 in California. It is an effort by racist liberals to bring back racial preferences rather than decisions based on merit, which sounds racist because it is. So let's reject that nonsense, too, and go to a colorblind society, which has always been the goal. One more. You have question six in Nevada. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an effort to destroy your state's economy by trying to bring back uh, renewables and institute 50% of the uh, energy grid from renewables. Didn't you learn, Nevada, from what happened in California when the grid broke down because they can't do renewables? So you have question six on the Nevada ballot as well. Pay close attention to that. Do not support 50% renewable mandate in Nevada, or you will be California soon with electric bills through the roof. You'll be trying to uh, escape your rolling brownouts and blackouts. Do you really want that? Or didn't you learn from all the Californians leaving California to go to your state to escape the same stupidity there? Question six, no good. All right, folks, sorry we went a little bit over today, but that's really important stuff. I will get to the tech tyranny stuff tomorrow. I got a bunch of other stories, too, um, that I had to leave on the hopper. But, you know, we always close out the week with a big show on Friday. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to my video show on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. We would really appreciate it. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and elsewhere as well. It helps us move up the charts. It's all free. Subscriptions are free. We don't charge our audience. All right, folks, thanks again. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.